Yeah, here we go for the hundredth time. Hand grenade pins in every line. Throw them up and let something shine. Going out of my fucking mind. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Dug the trench out, lay down there. All right, it's been a while, but welcome to this week's, or is it month's episode? <laughs> this month's. Of the Triple Threat NBA podcast. And in true Triple Threat fashion, there's two of us. <laughs> Listeners, I think um, you know the laugh. I think you know that chuckle. That's one Joey Gantlin. It is. Dave's missing. What we've got now is Dave's on FIFO. So we've actually got some people who are going to be super subs. So we've got some people lined up. Hopefully they follow through. We're waiting. We're waiting to hear back from them. Yep. They're um, big in the fitness and nutrition space. Got a lot of followers in that space, but, you know, similar to us, but way more followers. Yeah, way more popular. Um, Probably better. Better better content creators, better interviewers (laughs) as well. Have some very popular podcasts, but we're like, you know what? That nutrition stuff's done. It's it's gay. Yeah. We're moving over to the NBA. Yeah, Yeah, I know. It's like, let's talk about the cool stuff, the fun stuff. Let's talk about basketball. (laughs) I'm sick of food. Is that pretty much what we were saying to people? And they're like, oh, you guys do your podcast. Yeah, they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like, I want to listen. I'm like, no, you don't. It's not about nutrition. <laughs> we're training. They're like, oh, what the fuck's it about? That? Yeah, they're like, like, basketball. They're like, oh, well, cool. <laughs> they're like, finally, you guys are doing it. I'm like, nutrition's gay. We're not talking about that. Yeah, I want to talk about that after work. Yeah, that's my job, man. Yeah. Shut up and eat <laughs> what I tell you. <laughs> so, in, 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 in this episode, we've got a bit on. We're getting more organised as the weeks go by. Are we though? <laughs> Not with scheduling, but with with with, with our with content, content schedule. Yeah. yeah, content schedule is definitely improving as we progress. And so we've got the Knicks. We're going to make some conference finalist p- predictions. Um, we're going to check back into that preseason prediction I made for CP3. We're going to look at defensive player of the year. There's a cool thing that Joey's got, which is these like three random facts that we're trying to try guess. Uh, and then we've got the MVP race update segues beautifully into curious case of LeBron James because he's my favorite. I, I, I picked him. And if they don't, it's bullshit because they're, he can't. Season 18. I'm not even a LeBron sexual and I'm, I'm in. I'm all in. You're, you're, a, you're a Jordan sexual. I'm a Jordan sexual. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm a Jordanist. And... Um, then, uh, then we've got our, we've got some big trade predictions. Just any, any, any trade rumors that we've heard, you know, from the likes of Shams or Woj or anything like that, when they've been sliding in our DMs and sliding in the triple threats yeah, DMs. Yeah, I speak to Woj. <laughs> and then um, on to our Jive Turkey of the week, and then Bonafide Scrub of the week from there. So, time to kick it off. Without further ado, let's talk about. A very unlikely prediction that I would not have made for this season. Hey, I said they were going to be good. I said it. I predicted it. The like the only thing I, I I would not have been bullish on that prediction. But the only thing I would have supported is that a Tom Thibodeau coach team is always going to turn up to play. Yep. And they, I would have been comfortable saying they'd be. I don't. I, I don't think they'd be. A 500 team. I think they'd be probably like a four or four, 400 or 450 team, and I think they've surprised a lot of a lot of us, a lot of the fans, a lot of the uh, armchair experts out there, and even the professionals and, and and the players and the experts and the people in the media themselves. The New York Knickerbockers are looking legit. They are looking good. All star Julius Randle leading the team. Yeah, and with a phenomenal three-point percentage that I would never have called. Arguably leading the race for most improved playoffs. Without a doubt. Not just from a um, 
a statistical standpoint, not just from like an eye test, like watching the game. You can obviously watch the game and see how much better of a player he is, predominantly his efficiency and his passing, but just his leadership and like mm. how how the rest of the team is like gravitating around him and like crowning him as their leader. And he's a, he's a legitimate number one option on a reasonably good team. Like they've been a little bit unlucky the last two days. They've Oh, sorry, last three games, they've lost three really close games. Um, they fought all the way back against Brooklyn and Scott Foster robbed them a chance of potentially stealing the game, but we'll get into that later. Um, they choked against Philly. Um, but, yeah. They, yeah. Look, those two teams are really good and they shouldn't have beat them. Look, but they fought really hard. This is the thing, like, and if, you were to, if you're not watching these games... And you were to sort of sit back and just look at the box score or the results, you'd be like, which I hate. I, I always talk based on what I see. Yeah, it's, I think the, it, it goes like the stats just don't tell you what the eye test shows. And I was fortunate enough to catch the play by play in the final minutes through you for the Knicks Nets game, mm-hmm. and then and then watch the last quarter myself because it was like fuck comeback. Like I was watching yeah. this, even though I knew the outcome, and it was. It's not a lack of ability to close out. No. They were legitimately robbed. Yeah, they were. Like, the, the refs definitely looked after Brooklyn down the stretch. And it, it, it's a shame. And, 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 like, to the point where, like, Damian Lillard, who plays for Portland, is then yeah, tweeting he, and he sharing yeah. tweeting and sharing the clip saying that the refs, you know, the refs, the refs, what did he say? The refs were... The refs, well, I don't know, he said something that the refs basically fucking ruined the game. Yeah. The Kyrie touched the ball, which negates the trouble. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is why it's a bullshit call. Randall landed and he didn't blow the whistle. He blew the whistle when he dribbled the ball. Mm. Why? So is it a travel? Is it a double dribble? Like he doesn't, know, he doesn't know left from right. If it was a travel, he should have called it when he landed. Yeah. And and so the thing, the thing from mine is. Also, one other point. Yeah. Why didn't they review it? Less than two minutes, right? Yeah. It, it was, seems it was point, like point 0.9 seconds. It's pretty crazy. I reckon like the Nets are getting looked after and the Nets are getting carried by the rest. They're getting a lot of fortunate calls yeah. go their way. Today in um, the Pacers game, a lot of calls. Mm. And so from mine, I, I look at that and I, I, don't, I don't think because I was watching it, I don't think, oh, the Knicks have a closeout problem. They're still too young. Mm. They know how to close. Oh, they do. Philly are a good team, even without MB. Mm-hmm. They're a legit team. And well, they almost beat the Bucs today. Yeah. And like, unfortunately for Philly, or unfortunately for the Knicks, where Philly are strong, like, and consistently strong in the positions of like, you know, wings and like guard players where they're going to have mismatches. Yeah. The Knicks are just a bit weak there. So, yeah. You know, they, they don't really have answers for Ben Simmons or Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. like for those particular positions. And so and that mismatch does carry over. So basically, the Sixers had a guy, had a guy for every player on the mix. Yeah. It's like rock, paper, scissors, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like but, ben Simmons can lock up Randall, like Harris can lock up. You know, Barrett. So Harris, Harris can get himself a guaranteed bucket. Yeah, exactly. like basically against anyone. I think they were that close. Was like, I like, I can't believe they actually threw the game. Mm. Like they they were winning throughout the whole game, and it was a very winnable game. So it was disappointing to see them lose. But I mean, they they played really well. They fought really hard. So like, if you're a Knicks fan like I am, mm. like you're looking at these losses and you're not getting too bitter. Like we're still 
We're still very much. I think you guys are two to three years ahead of where I would have had I you agree. I, I I had them like being a better team this year, but I had them being like, you know, the 10th to 11th seed in the East, which isn't great, but it's a huge improvement. Yeah. And like just the at the rate of which they've improved, like they're one or two moves away or one really good player away from being a legit, like not contender in the East, but maybe, maybe like a three to five seed, mm, maybe. Mm. Um, you know, if they can get if they can get some sort of star or superstar there. And the thing is like the Knicks are the Knicks. Like they've been the laughing stock of the NBA for the last ten years. How, man, twenty years. Like yeah, like it's twenty years. Like Patrick Ewing, Ewing left. Like they they haven't been relevant. I guess they were somewhat relevant when Carmelo Anthony was there, and they had the they had like the mellow. Uh, Stoudemire was there at one point. Yeah. Jason Kidd, like they had. Um, who else did that? Stoudemire was basically finished at that point. His career. Yeah, Murray. Yeah, Raymond Felton. Jazz um, Smith. Jazz Smith was there before, before he was getting drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and actually played decent. Yeah, no, they, they were decent for sure. Um, but I know what you mean. Um, Alan Houston, when they made the finals that year, that yeah. was 99. That was the year of uh, Latrell Sprewell as well. Latrell Sprewell, yeah. Alan Houston, 99. It's, it's been 22 years yeah. since they've been like a legit contender. That's crazy, hey? So it's, it's, good. it's good to see New York basketball be exciting. But my, my original point is New York is still New York. People still want to play there. But man, the fans are like loving it. And superstars will want to go there when that team shows promise. And right now it shows That's a good team. I, I can't remember who it was. Oh, Brian Windhorse predicted that a superstar is going to demand a trade to New York in the next one to two years. 22 free agency mm-hmm. is looking good. Yeah. I, I, look, I'd be going there. You know what the Knicks are to me? The Knicks are the Doc Rivers coached 2019, 2018, 2019 season, yeah, LA Clippers. Yeah, just Be- dogs. Before you trade away Shea Gilgis and Gallo and those pieces that yeah. really galvanized that team to making them what yeah. they were. Big time. Like Lou Will and Montrez, like we're a good, we're a good like six man, great bench unit. The Bash brothers coming in off the bench and then just like wreaking havoc against second units. Mm-hmm. But keeping Pat Bev, Lou Will, Montrez, that's not your core. Like they may have been like emotional or like, yeah, it was like charismatic SGA. like leaders and stuff. Yeah. It's SGA, it's Gallo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they So I think, you know, if the Knicks And they've got a coach who wants them to win. Mm. Like not just thrown in there to look after him and wait to get the next lottery pick. Like Tom Thibodeau doesn't want to lose. He's a legit like he, I think he's an, I, personally. I have him as a really underrated coach. I love him as a coach because he, he's great. What he, you look at the teams that he's been at with the rosters, and because they don't change much when he when he leaves, mm. the how shit the rosters do when he leaves. Like yeah. these are guys making, you know, making playoffs, making conference finals, or at least oh, second he, round appearances. Yeah, yeah D Rose is the MVP, youngest ever MVP. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? Yeah, and then. And then he goes to Minnesota. They hadn't made the postseason in something like 10 years, 12 years. And then he gets there. They make it his first year. Jimmy Buckets is there. Now they have their first their first round opponent because they're the eighth seed is the Golden State Warriors with KD in KD's first season. Unfortunately, they get smashed. But like that, like, like look at Minnesota now since he's left. Down bad. And they said there was like a cultural problem and all this <laughs> stuff. Um, there was never a problem. So 
I think I think for sure, like tips is underrated. I've got I've got another one as well, and I think we mentioned this, but I think it just it just it, like it, the points further reinforce Obi Toppin and Emmanuel quickly. The Knicks have so far done the best in the draft to get two. Emmanuel quickly for me is is second in the running for rookie of the year. Yeah, it's it's Lamella. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't Kasim, I don't have I don't have Edwards IQ Chasm and then Halliburton. Yeah, I, Halliburton's good for sure, but. He his team's record is not that good, and yeah. my cri- this this criteria for these awards, I look How at the. You helped your team improve. Yeah, yeah. I I I I'm gonna. This is my own internal metric, and I'm sort of like externally processing this as we go through it. But my metric is what's your team's record. That's really important for all these awards, and then also who do you have available to you, right? And like how much usage are you getting? So. For instance, like if we're looking at Rookie of the Year, well, Emmanuel Quickly's usage is pretty high and his team's doing really, really well. And so his impact is really, really good. Yeah. LaMelo Ball, they have like a legit, like, like he can, he, he can come up. Ball is already one of the better point guards in the league. Without doubt. You know, he's averaging. So since he's actually been a starter. Yeah. So Devontae Graham went out with the injury. LaMelo's remained a starter. Since what is he, 22, back. 6 and 6? 21, 5, and 6. Yeah, yeah. That's that's better than like 80% of the fucking starting point guards in the league. In their career. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing this in his yeah. first season. They're, they're this is crazy. point guard numbers. Yeah, yeah. And his field goal percentage is ridiculous. Oh, he, and his turnover ratio is pretty low. Some of the shots he's hitting is just ridiculous. And everyone everyone came to the league like, oh, you know, like... Oh, he may not... Oh, that Australian league. I don't know what's happening in that yeah, Australian will that, league. Will that jump shot work? You know, can he play defense? And he's shown that he's more than capable. Now, he, he showed that he's comfortable and having fun in the NBA. He's like Luca. Remember Luca's first year? Yeah, he's doing Luca esque things. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's having a better rookie year than Luca did though. Like, you reckon? Yeah, I think he is. Like, he's, I don't think he's hitting as like as many big shots. Like Luca was oh, taking no, games no, over. I think he's just been way more exciting to watch and seeing oh, the resurgence yeah. of the Hornets. Like, I'm loving it's, it. It's kind of like watching the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Like MJ, historically bad owner. Jim Dolan, historically bad owner. Now these teams are like killing it. Rise. Yeah, I like I, I like that. I think next ne- next we don't have room for it because we have a chalk schedule, but we are spending more time on the Hornets next. Also, episode. I didn't like I watched a little bit of Hornets basketball last year because, like I was saying in previous episodes, I really liked Devontae Graham. Yeah, I thought they were a really exciting team. Oh, I remember you, you said you want to bring this up. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched them a lot. One thing I've noticed though, out of all the Charlotte games I watched last year. I didn't see Michael Jordan at one of them. Yeah. I've seen him at three already. Yeah. He's loving it. And he, he apparently he loves Terry Rosier. Like if he could Scary have, Terry. If he, could, if he could have five Terry's on his team. Yeah, he'd be playing small ball. Terry Rosier's been incredible. I, I was absolutely yeah. so wrong. Candidate for most improved as well. Yeah, big time. I was I was wrong about yeah. the Devontae Graham, Terry Rosier thing. Like it's what I saw last. Did we do we was this in the episode where was it in the episode where you, Dave, and I were having a debate and I was like, no. Scary Terry is my pick. Was that yeah. on an episode? I think I think so. One of the early episodes. I can't remember, but, but we had a discussion because he did have a better year last he year. He did for sure. But I was um, like, Scary Terry is. But man. Terry Terry has improved, and look, maybe we can attribute it a little bit to Lamelo Ball, like coming in, sort of playing Graham's role, but doing it way better than him. Mm. And Terry just gets to be Terry now. Terry's a sniper. I just remember watching Terry take over games. To, like this is probably three years ago now in Boston, mm. and it was. But Kyrie was there. 
Yeah, when Kyrie was there. And he came in, Kyrie was injured, and then they made it to the conference finals mm. or second round or something like that. And Terry. They made it to the conference finals and they got um, yeah. beat by the Cavs. Yeah. And Scary Terry mm. was making some huge plays. Yeah. And he's like, for, for a bench point guard to be pulling those things, I was like, man, this guy's going to come into his own. So that's. Um, What's up? I believe in the fifth seed. Yeah. In the East. I would, would never have predicted that either. I would never have predicted that either. They're one game. I would have been like, no way. Do the whole, I, would, I would have said, and this is my bias, but I would have been like, the Wizards will be, the Wizards and Hornets will be close to one another. No I'm way would I have. Miami right now. Yeah. For the fifth spot. And oh yeah, how crazy is Miami being in fifth right now? Given the, given the fourth, sorry, given their start to the season, I would oh, not. Yeah, have, they, they just had too many guys out at the start of the season. Like they were missing Avery Bradley. I think they were missing Olenek. Bam was in and out. They were missing Jimmy. Jimmy like, was injured. Yeah, that's all the COVID stuff. Out. He's he's been playing MVP caliber level as well. You see that? Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll touch on that. Yeah, we'll touch on that. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about we're going to move on and talk about our conference finalist predictions. Mm-hmm. Who do you have in the finals? Like, we can have it doesn't have to just be two. So conference finals, Co- Co- conference finals. So you, don't, you don't have to pick two of each. Teams that I think could get there. I, I'm going to say let's go three. So we can have we can have a super sub. Okay. okay. Like, well, I'm going Lakers. West or East, okay. I think I think I think West is easy for like at least getting one team in. It's the Lakers. Who do you have as your potential other two? My potential other two. <laughs> right? Because we were talking about this the other day and I'm like, look, I have there the Lakers. so many good teams in the West. I have the Lakers at like a clear in, but then the others, I think, I think that I think the top three in the East are better than like two. Like, yeah, I think the Lakers are the best team, mm. but then the two teams below them are worse than the top three in the East. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think Bucks, I think Philly, and I think Brooklyn are better than the second and third seed in the West or any other team in the West. Utah, Utah, Phoenix, um, the Clippers, and Phoenix. Yeah. Well, the well, Utah is first. The Suns are second. The yeah. Lakers are third. Isn't that crazy that they're they're third in the West and they had a stretch where Schroeder didn't play. They haven't had Gasol for like four or five games. And AD's been out AD's for been half. out for five weeks. Yeah. And was only averaging yeah. twenty two before. He went out anyway. Defensively, was still impacting the game massively. The defensive rating actually was better with him off the floor. Yeah, I know, but he was. Yeah, this is this is rating versus eye test. Exactly. You, you see, his it. defense is still so good. Like, it, like it, it doesn't show up in his stats. It shows up in he'll close someone out. He'll he'll make someone pass the ball that then changes the dynamic of the play. Breaks the offense. Yeah, yeah. He fucks everything up. Yeah, he's. He's a yeah. He's, he's a fuck up person. He, he's a virtuoso. So I, think, I think if we look at the Shay, West, Shay. I think if we look at the West, like you probably you probably expect the Lakers to be there, assuming Anthony Davis comes back healthy. I don't know if they can make a deep playoff push without him. I think they go. I think they go finals even without him. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like the take. Yeah, I, I just think they do, man. I'm all in on Bron this season. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky. You're a fucking bronze sexual. I'm a, I'm a 2021 bronze sexual. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think we could probably count on the Lakers being there. Yeah. I, t- I just don't see it with the Jazz. Like they're a really good team. I agree. I'm not putting together. them in there. No, fuck that. They're regular season. They they work really well together and they they even kind of remind me of the um Chris Paul and James Harden Houston Rockets. Like I think 
that they're going to be a really, really fucking good regular season team. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when they win 60 wins. Yeah. The only difference, I agree, the only difference is I don't think they have the defensive wings like what? Yeah, you don't you don't think they can even get to the final. No, no, like, no. I agree. I, I don't I just don't see it happening. I don't even think I don't think they push the Lakers to seven. No, they won't push the Lakers. Well, I don't yeah, like you know what I mean? Like surprised if the Lakers would. Or gentlemen sweep, right? I'd say Lakers give them one. Well we know all the ones they could probably give one so Yeah. yeah. Recon and then go nuts. <laughs> um Donovan Mitchell could go for fifty, they're still losing. Probably. Yeah. Well everyone just forgets in the regular season how good LeBron is in the playoffs. Everyone just seems to forget. And they're like, oh, the Lakers look like shit. And then the players come around. It's like, oh, shit. That's right. We forgot that he goes into a completely different mode. Yeah, I'm, I forgot that he's the best player. I, oh, I feel, he didn't get the MVP, but I forgot he's actually the MVP. Yeah, Max Kellerman is going to have another case on his hands where he's going to have to apologize. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, so who are you going to go? Do you, want, do, you want to know, do you want to know my three? Okay. You got your three first. Okay, one of them's an absolute wild card. One of them is here you go. So I'm going to go Lakers, Suns. Yeah. I think that's legit. Yeah. And then we'll say Dallas. Yeah, I was going to say Dallas. Oh, yeah. I just, I just like how they're looking now. starting to play now. Yeah, yeah, me Which too. Is, um, just that's another one for the MVP that I forgot. Who's using my MVP? So I'm going to have to write it down. Still the needs, they still need to go a lot more wins on the ball, but, but he's, 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 he's carrying that team. He's starting to play like, we expected him to play. And if he started the season like this with how strong the narrative was, mm-hmm. he'd be front running. And also guys like um, Maxi Cleaver, Josh Richardson, Tim Hardaway. Richardson is getting consistent. They're starting to play their roles now. Yeah. Um, I still don't rate Hardaway. I think he's overpaid. Oh, I think he's overpaid, but he can, he can play his role well if he's having a good game. I see Hardaway playing three out of six games good. Like he will literally go. Yeah, that's not too That's good. like 50% of the time. But the thing is he goes missing for at least three games and at a time. Really and he's consistently he's bad. He's Caldwell Pope. Ooh. He's better than that, but yeah. like... KCB's been so bad this year. fucking second worst player behind Western Matthews. So back to the um, back to the Jazz. The re- like I agree, Rockets and all that stuff, they haven't included them. And they don't have... 2015 Atlanta Hawks. They, yeah. That the Cavs just destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. And I think they were like the best team in the East. Yeah, they were. Jeff Teague. 60, 60 plus wins. Yeah. Was, was Joe Johnson still there? No. Paul Millsat. Paul Millsat, not Joe Johnson. Yeah. I said Joe was in... Um, uh, Jamal Crawford? U- was he in Atlanta then? I don't remember. I, I said Joe was in Utah. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. They had four yeah. All-Stars. Yeah. They were the four All-Stars. Crazy, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, like three All-Stars at the Jazz and people are like, oh no, th- these guys are better than those. And I was like, those guys are good, but... Both both those teams had this in common. They didn't have Luke Barmuta and no Trevor Ariza. No amazing two, like really good defensive wing players who could who could defend two through to four really well. That's why Houston, but were very good in the regular season. But that's why they were able to make a really good run of it in the postseason as well. Yeah, because they had good attack, but they were balanced with really yeah, versatile good defense. Yeah, so. And their, their defensive coach was he here leaving the next year, so they had those two guys and this like really specialized coach. Forget his name; um, he's obviously that good that I've forgotten his name. So <laughs> yeah, he must be. Good. Yeah, um, so I would, I would agree on those predictions. I think Phoenix are for real. Yeah, um, me too, man. I think they give Lakers a hard time. I can see that being seven game series if AD's not back. Yeah, um, but I would say like Bron, like CP3 is yeah. a good closer, but I would say Bron. I just I. 
LeBron James, like, he is just the MVP. Like, we're going to get into this, but, like, this is his regular season and his numbers are great and he's in season 18. And in the postseason, it's just different. And the I hate the MVP is a regular season award because you might, like, you, like, it's got to be like the NFL. You've got to, postseason counts. Mm-hmm. You, like, the MVP is the one. And, you, like, it becomes so clear cut in the postseason. That's, oh, but they got a finals MVP. But it's like, what happens if that person, you know, who's for some reason loses in the conference final, can't get their team to the finals, but they're doing, 60 to 70 percent of all the work for the team, like they're keeping them in it. Like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? So, anyway, um, on the east, the east is wide open to me. Like, I like the top three, yeah, I still can't count Miami out, and I would sub Miami in for the Bucks, but. The PJ Tucker move and the moves they're making. I'm, I'm, higher well. the, I'm higher on the Bucks this year than I was last year because I think like Drew Holiday. Not necessarily that, but they were very shaky to start the year, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, the Bucks are worse." And like, I would have agreed with that, but they have a pretty like a pretty significant new player in there that's a big part of the rotation in Drew Holiday, mm. and they've brought in Bobby Portis as well, who tends to play a significant role. So. Two guys who play a big role have been brought in. That changes the dynamics of the team. And they said they're not concerned with the regular season. No. And, but now they've said it. They don't care about together. losing. And we're seeing Giannis like close games of, out. Sort of play a bit of a different role. Like he's been off the ball more. Yeah. Um, but they, they desperately need a pure playmaker. They don't Rondo, have Rondo's back on the market. Like they need to go and get Rondo. I like. I think Drew Holiday can do the job. But they're, they're starting I think the Clippers need Rondo. Is, I think the Clippers are fucked, mate. Like, I was saying trade predictions. The Clippers need to do it. I think even if Clippers go Rondo, like, it, it doesn't. I think the Clippers, like... Doesn't oh, move the needle for me. I think... And another, another person that I'd say is in the most improved conversation, and it's so crazy that there's, like, there was rumors going out that they were, trying, they were shopping him and they weren't happy with him. Lonzo Ball at the Pels. Oh, he'd be great. The guy's phenomenal. Yeah. His three-point percentage this season for the volume of shots that he's taken is better than, like, 20 of the top better than Steph top Curry. 100. He's yeah. shooting better than Steph Curry and Dame Lillard on paper. Yeah. Yeah. And his assists are good. His defense is good. Like, yeah. I would trade, say... No, trade Brandon Ingram if you're going to trade someone. Yeah. Move B.I. Get him out of Zion's way. Yeah. Like, the, and this is why B.I. had phenomenal numbers at the Lakers when Bron wasn't there. And then as soon as Bron came, it, it, he couldn't do it. Brandon Ingram can't play off the ball. Yeah. He needs the ball. He plays very similarly to Kevin Durant. And he also But he's not KD. He doesn't defend anyone. No. He's a terrible defender. He's like KD at OKC in his first few seasons, but he's just not as good. Not nowhere near. It's the watered down. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they need to trade him for like a, a few defensive-minded players. Mm. Like, I don't mind um, Bledsoe being there because he is defensive-minded. But again, like on offense, is kind of like a minus. Um, he just gives you nothing. But defensively, he does. Um, if they're going to trade anyone, they're going to trade Ingram. But anyway, we're that's like that's like to me. I I, I really, I really need, this is a random take, but this is like the Boston situation, right? Mm. They've got problems at point guard. Mm. Kemba gives you playmaking offense, but his efficiency is terrible scoring right now. But his defense sucks. And then Marcus Smart is amazing on defense, so you must keep him in the lineup. But his playmaking is not good. His field goal is not too bad. He can score every other. 
He's hit some big shots in his you career. Wouldn't, you wouldn't trust him. So you got one that's amazing at defense, <laughs> pretty shit out at offense. One that's decent at offense, really shit on D. Rondo back to Boston. <laughs> Could you imagine? And then, and then, and it would then, be kind of cool though. Well, I honestly think that like I don't like I would I would trade Kemba. I would put Marcus yeah. Smart. The move that I would do, I would put Marcus Smart as my point, but I would get a point forward who can defend. Mm-hmm. You don't even need a really good field goal, sh- goal shooting point forward. They can be. Uh, uh, like they can be a power forward or small forward. It doesn't really matter as long as they're in that high position because Tatum and Brown are your scorers. And if this person's a defensive-minded point forward who can just handle the ball, make the right passes, then they can, they can, they can defend the four and then Tatum can post up and do some ice on the post. But if they're a point forward, then you've got Tatum and Brown just wreaking havoc on the wings and then Smart doing whatever he does, working hard on on, on defense, and then he can still hit corner threes pretty well at a pretty good clip. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see them trade Kemba to Orlando for someone like Vooch. That'd be unreal. Because you can, you can like, pay no, 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 no way Orlando does that with how Fultz has been playing, though. He's out. Done for you. Yeah, but, he play, no. but they're not going to want. But they could they flip Kemba. They can flip Yeah, him. okay. So they could take him to get rid of Vooch. Kemba still has some sort of value, and then they can upgrade. Like another position, like yeah. a wing or a shooting guard. But I would love, to, I would love to see them trade for trade Kemba for someone like Vooch, mm. and then either slide Marcus Smart. You mean Valanciunas? <laughs> <laughs> um, either slide Marcus Smart to the starting, or slide Peyton Pritchard in there. He's been really yeah. good for them. Greg Williams is good as well, though. Like he's a good centre. He's putting up Greg. Grant. Grant, Grant, no Robert Williams. Robert, Robert, Robert. the big, big dark fella. He's been awesome. Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they yeah. Have, they've got a Grant Williams. Yeah, the Grant. Yeah, I was Greg. <laughs> Hello, Greg. Grant, Robert, Tristan. <laughs> Very like old school names. Oh yeah, they like it. They and like it. Jason, Jadon, Kemba. Yeah. Jason. Kemba Walker. Jason. Kemba. Jalen. Yeah. Kemba Walker. <laughs> so. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Um, Sorry. Sorry, Bill. Um, so, yeah, Boston are all sorts. I think we'll talk a little bit more about them yeah, next Boston, time. Boston is an absolute shit show. But, but yeah, they, they might be. They might be one of those. Who, if you were to put Miami in, who who would you take out of the top three then? Because you, you can only get three. Yeah, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I oh, look if Brooklyn get Andre Drummond. It's all over. I don't think anyone. I don't even think the Lakers. I hate. Like we haven't spoken about this, but the Blake Griffin trade. I hate the hype around this Blake Griffin trade. Blake Griffin is shit. He's so bad. It used to be great. Yeah, but he's terrible. Look, maybe I'm pretty he sure be productive in a better situation. But me, like everyone's. Was it America? Was it South? No, South Park. You see the South Park episode where. Kyle's dad wants to be a dolphin and Kyle wants to be a basketball player. And so they're getting all this plastic surgery to change their bodies. And then, so Kyle gets his bones like broken and elongated in his legs and stuff. And he's playing basketball. He's dominating. And then all of a sudden he like goes for a dunk or something and his knees explode and they explode. That's Blake Griffin. If Blake Griffin tries to lay up, his knees will explode. Hey, look, like maybe he can be more productive in a situation where he actually like is I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on it. Uh, he's not being but, more productive in the way that they need. But if they get Andre Drummond, it's all it's, over. It's over. They're, they're winning. Yeah. But there, there are quite a lot of rumblings saying like the Lakers are very heavily in contention to get him if he's bought out. Mm. And I, I think that'd be great for the Lakers. It would be. The Lakers, the Lakers are going after Miles Turner as well. That would be fantastic. I'd rather that. Yeah. 
Me too. If, if so, like I, said, I said the other day, if they get Miles Turner, it's over. But I, I don't think they have they have the right pieces to trade from all, all stuff that they'd be willing to trade. Yeah, from. man. Wesley Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at this point, just wave him. Yeah. Like, he's been so bad. Yeah. KCP and Wesley Matthews. KCP. Which one? Who? I, I, I can't tell the difference who's who when they're out on the court because it's the same player. Fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Casey, look, KCP, he's better. But anytime you get them the ball where they have to actually dribble, yeah. they turn it over. Anytime that a the, player the styles of play are the same. It's a bucket. The styles of play are, are exactly the same. Yeah. Three and D shoot. Yeah. Except they don't shoot threes properly. No. And they don't play D properly. It's like they're a discount three and D. At yeah. this stage. Wave Matthews, and you may as well bring in Kyle Korver because they do about the same thing, and Korver probably does it better. Better. Everyone's played with Korver. Korver's did some massive shots for Bron as well. Yeah. Korver's a defensive liability, but you can offset that if AD's That's in the lineup. Because he's an old guy. Yeah, yeah. But if, 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 if Anthony Davis is in that lineup, then you can have Korver playing defense. It doesn't matter. Put Korver in the pick and rolls. AD will cover it. Yeah, just put Korver, like, Get him out of the way on defense. We'll play four and five. We don't care. No, Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. Yeah, we're fine. Kyle, yeah. just stand it halfway. Guys, get out of the fucking way. <laughs> so, um, okay, so the Nets are out of a few. I keep the Nets in there. Oh, only- look, I've got them in there, but Miami could could potentially take You're not allowed to. Three only. Okay. Go on to your head. Marshall. I had Nets, Bucks, Scissors. But if I had to pick a fourth wild card, Miami. Yeah, yeah. Miami definitely are worth a mention of a wild card. I don't think, apart from, I don't think apart from Dallas, that there's any wild cards in the West. The Bucks need to get the Clip. The like, the, like if, if anyone's like listening in there, you're a massive Clippers fan. I'm sorry, I've said it before. I've said it in multiple episodes. As with Patrick Beverly as your starting point guard, you are not making the finals. You're not making conference finals. You're not making the finals. It's not happening. You're not getting a ring with Patrick Beverly on your team. It's not happening. It's not happening. What what's it, what is what is something that we can say that we will lose or we will do if they win with Patrick Beverly as their starting point guard? Shit. Um, what are you comfortable with? Something that's really. I'll get a Patrick Beverly signed thing that I put oh in my, my office God, for I, a year. I couldn't do that. I couldn't. I'd rip it. I'd, I'd. And then and and I'll take I'll take a photo. I'll, I'll I'll let Denver take a photo of me and put me on his Instagram with it. Because he loves Pat Bev. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Pat Bev is like the core of the team. I'm like, that's the problem. I'll get a signed Timberland from Patrick Beverly <laughs> with the sand of Santa Monica Beach in it. I'll, I'll, I'll get a pair of Pat Bev signed Black Air Force ones. Oh, God. No, I'll, I will legitimately buy, if, if the Clippers win it all and Patrick Beverly is the starting point guard, yeah. I will get a Pat Bev jersey and I will wear it. Yeah. I will wear it to a podcast episode. Okay, I'll do that. I'll sulk the whole time. Yep, I'll do it. I will. I'll say Pat Bev sucks while wearing it. Yeah, but I'll wear it. Okay. I'll say Patrick Beverly is not a shit player. If they I'll say Patrick Beverly is an okay point guard. And then as soon as the mics are off, I'm going to go back to that. Yeah, yeah, he sucks. You suck. Pat Um. All right. So, defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, let's go through your top five. Ben Simmons. Yep. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Miles Turner. Yep. LeBron James. Yeah. Draymond Green. Yep, agree. Uh, I agree with some of these. I personally don't like any of the centers, even though they're, they're defending well. I think centers get an unfair 
advantage in defensive player of the year. They do. Because I don't think those guys are affecting win shares in like from from the eye test sense. It really depends on who's the um who's the most dominant offensive player on the opposite team. So for example, like if we look at let's look at like a Philly and Utah matchup, MB mm-hmm. versus Gobert. Embiid will probably put 40, 45 on them. Mm. Ben Simmons put a ton on go there as well. And, what I mean. and he's not that talented an offensive player. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I wouldn't I would say Ben Simmons is not in my top 50 mm. offensive players. Mm. But that, that's why they get an He's a well-rounded because, player. Because Rudy guards dudes that aren't really like offensively yeah. still. Yeah. And then the minute he does, he kind of gets cooked like LeBron like dunked on him. Yeah. Rudy defends Aaron Baines well. Rudy defends the actual Valentine as well. Vucevic gives Rudy a hard time. Like, yeah. I don't Vucevic think gives everyone a hard time. Yeah, like that's that's that, that's so true. That like that's true. But you know what I mean? Like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, like uh, half the centers in the league will outscore Rudy, and his defense won't impact them that much. Rudy impacts and like you know alters shots of guards when they penetrate. If if his other defenders, uh you know, ushered them into the paint the right way. Mm-hmm. But I think he's he's getting credit for their symbiotic or their their cohesive defense. That's the team defense. That's how Quinn has like done it up. Well that's why I don't have him first because I think I don't even think he's in my five. Yeah, okay. I I'd still have him second just because Utah's defense is so good and he is their best defensive player. Mm. I I, look, I I have to I have to give him recognition because he did win Two in a row. Yeah. And no, almost, that's almost one. Th- that, that's fine. I don't think he should have won the second. It's like when, like, for example, LeBron James is the best player ever. He has to be in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Like, you have to give him that that respect. Mm. So for me, like, until Gobert. Do you have Giannis? Giannis wasn't mentioned. No, he was. Oh. No, you went Miles Turner instead of Giannis. Yeah, sorry. I'm supposed to have Giannis at three. Yeah. I yeah. said Giannis at three before the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Giannis at three. Yeah, okay. So you got a six, effectively. Yeah, Miles Turner's just outside. Okay. Miles Turner's a fantastic shot blocker, but that's all he can do. Yeah. He 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 doesn't move well laterally. He's he's a rich he's a he's a rich man, Sasan Whiteside. Yeah, he's a fantastic rim protector. Yeah. But I think his true value is because he's a stretch five. He can also shoot the ball and protect the rim. Yeah. Which a lot of like he's a good he's a good two way player. A lot center. of rim protecting centers can't do. Like a lot of centers can shoot the three. Like let's say Anthony Davis plays a three. Bam Adebayo can shoot the three. Yeah. But like effect like most effective rim protectors cannot. Like Dwight Howard, mm. Dikembe Mutombo, like, no, no. Dude, Dennis Rodman, like the best rim protectors in the last you know 15, 20 years. Two three decades. Yeah. Recent history, like they couldn't shoot three. No, no. Kareem wasn't a massive rim protector. No, so I think like I mean, he was getting blocks. He's tall as shit. But yeah, he's seven foot three, so yeah. he should. Yeah, but Miles Turner protects the rim very well. But I feel like his true value is the fact that he's also great on offense. Yeah, no, I agree. I would have yeah, Ma- I would have Miles Ma- Turner in my team over Rudy just from overall ability <laughs> yeah. any day of the week. Okay, so my he top needs to learn how to stay out of foul trouble. Though. My my top, I've got a top three, and you can swap them. Okay, so Ben Simmons, yeah, but I don't think these two are far off him. That's I, that's Giannis and Draymond. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. and then I've got Rudy Gobert's out of it, and then beneath the top three, I've got two. I got Jimmy Buckets and I got Miles Turner. Yeah, fair. Because 
all these guys can guard multiple positions. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have LeBron in there at the moment. Oh no, 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 sorry. So LeBron is above Jimmy Buckets and Miles Turner. Yeah, okay. So he's your fourth. He he's he is my clear fourth and then fifth. Yes. Yeah, I got, I got six. For me, I got six. Yeah. I got I got six in mind as well, coincidentally enough. Yeah. So I got my top three, swap them out. Now, in, interestingly enough, the stats I wasn't aware of with Bron's defensive win share. He's technically, and, like, statistically, he's the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, and then opponent field goal percentage. Yeah, if he won it, I wouldn't be mad. No, and, and like people, people was like, I read everything on social media. Like people are like rolling their eyes that he's in the conversation. I'm like, hey, this isn't 2016 anymore. The motherfucker plays defense. And like elite, like he fly. He looks like he, at the moment on defense, he looked like he looked like in Miami. Man, like he's he hasn't missed a beat, and he's still not trying that. Like he's trying. Don't get me wrong, he's playing the game, but you can tell it. This yeah, time's where he's yeah. dunking and stuff, and he's not even jumping as high as he well, like wants to. He was like, I think he had like eight points, six assists, seven rebounds, or something at half time. And me and my mate were talking, he's like, damn, I need, I need LeBron to come out and be more aggressive. I've got money on this multi. Mm. And I was like, oh, don't worry. This third quarter, he'll like try for five minutes. Came out, I think he was on like 23 points before the end of the third quarter. Came out, bombed two deep threes, like getting blocks and steals everywhere. Like, it, it, like there's, he gets like, there's times he gets into like cheat code mode. So they're my defensive players of the year. I don't, I don't have Go there. Miles Turner for sure. I think there's a bit of a like an emotional. Hey, you're really improving, and you found your role, and you and Sabonis have managed to make it work, at least for the meantime. And I still, I still don't think I'm sold on those two. Eh? I look, I don't think I am as well. But it, like, it's positive, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it's a bit of an emotional support sort of vote. Like, yeah. I, I want to find some way of like mentioning him impacting well, but. Yeah, that, that's it for that. Now we're up to the three random facts. Or no, no. So just adding, like, I feel like Giannis has been heavily disrespected in, like, defensive player. player of the year. That block on that dunk MVP, the other week. Even MVP, like, he's been, like, oh, Dave's we'll get to that. anti-Giannis, but, man, he has been so good. The last four weeks. Like, if Giannis, uh, if Giannis continues this run for the rest of the season and he'll the Bucks win 90% of their games, he'll he's the MVP. It. Without a doubt. Anyway, carry on. No, no, no. I, that's fair. <laughs> no cap. That's fair. Yeah. Carry on. Um, carry on. Carry on. As as Foghorn, Leghorn, Kirk, 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 Kirk. Um, so we got the three random facts. Have you got your facts here? Yeah. Have you got your facts? I've you, got my facts. Have you got your facts straight? <laughs> They're pretty straight. All right. Okay. So I want you to see if you can tell me the answer to this. Okay. So 1968. Yeah. You'll know this one. Will Chamberlain posted the first 20.20 rebound, 20 assist game in NBA history. Yeah. Can you name the other NBA player to do this since? Oh, Westbrook. Yeah. 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 It was Russell Westbrook. In 2019. On the death of Nipsey Hussle. The second was the, they do their dates backwards, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second of April, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was within like the week that Nipsey Hussle died, so he did it dedicating it to him. It's pretty crazy when you can go twenty 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 at will. Yeah. All right. The next one. This is this is kind of a cool one. Yeah. LeBron James has averaged at least twenty five points, five rebounds, and five assists in fifteen different seasons. 
Yeah. The next most such seasons is eight by Oscar Robertson. Mm-hmm. Can you name the three other players to do this more than five times? So there is three. 25, eight and eight. No, five and five. 25, five and five. Um, Everyone has it 16. 16 yep. times out of eight in years. That's crazy. Um, Oscar Robinson, yeah, eight, and there is three more that have done more than five times. Okay, 25, five, and five. I'm going to go Larry Bird. Is he no, on? He's done it four times. Ooh, because yeah, he had like a he had like this six year window of like crazy. He won three MVPs a row. Yeah, I know. Ooh, okay. Um, Magic Johnson. Nope. Holy, he's not even on the list. Is Michael Jordan on there? Michael Jordan is on the list. He's done it seven times. That's impressive. Yeah, he he. The thing that people don't understand about Michael Jordan is he could pass the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had those. Um, he had a few. He had those. He, he, what do you have? Like a 20, 30 game stretch as a point guard. Yeah, and he was averaging like, triple double. I'm pretty sure, like thirty eight and seven or something. No, I think it was like wasn't he it? Didn't have, he didn't average a triple double, but he had like six triple doubles. It's crazy. Um. Oh man, I, I don't know who the other's going to be. I, I, Hakeem, Hakeem? I don't think you will get Hakeem. No, Olajuwon. No, because no. like oh, I, I just remember like individual. Oh, yeah, Kobe Bryant. Kobe is seven as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I wouldn't have guessed Kobe. Nah, because I, I wouldn't have relied on him to have five assists a game. Nah, in the in the in the, in the early in the early yeah, like stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh, so how many? How many was I was having to guess? Three. One more to guess. But you've, you've got one more guy in that list. Yeah, yeah. One more person guess. Jerry West. No, I'm just going to start throwing names. Jerry out. West is four. Has four. Yeah. Larry Bird has four. You've guessed him. Yeah. This player. I'll give you a hint. This player is still active. Done it five times. Russell Westbrook. Nope. Russell Westbrook has done it four times. Oh God. I was, I, what, what do they play? Guard or forward? He's a guard. Prove it up. Steph Curry? No. Steph Curry's done it three times. Oh, man. I don't know. James Harden. Oh. <laughs> oh far out. These are fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All That's right, nice all right, all right. Next one. Last one. Giannis Antetokounmpo yeah. became the third player in NBA history to average at least 25 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, five assists per game. A block and a steal per game in a season. Can you name the first two players to do this? Hakeem? Nope. <laughs> Patrick Ewing? Nope. LeBron James? Nope. So oh. it's it's 25, 10, 5, 1 and 1. Wilt? Nope. Holy shit. Bill Russell? No, no, Russell couldn't pass the ball. He was so tall. Um, I, I don't know. Larry Bird. Oh, yeah. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh God, that's hard. Eh? That's that's impressive, isn't it? Yeah, I was, I was surprised that I didn't see. I thought a couple I, of those guys. I, I, I said Hakeem first. Did I? Said Hakeem, yeah. I thought Hakeem would have done that for he sure. Didn't score that much. He wasn't. He wasn't. That, that, that 94, 95 season was phenomenal, though. Yeah, he's I kept going back to that. I kept thinking about it. He didn't, he didn't score over twenty five. That's the most. That's the most accoladed season in NBA history. It is. Yeah, I for an individual the, player, the single best. Probably, I'm going to say either the first or second best NBA season in, in history. What would you? What would you have as the others? 
the Seth other Curry, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, unanimous MVP. Yeah. And then I would say, but he didn't get the cheer. Yeah, no, I don't mean to think about the ring. Um, and then I would say that um, 2012 LeBron James did. I would have. He should, he should have won Deepwood. Did, um, yeah, yeah. In 92, did Jordan get MVP and. Yes, he did. Defensive no, player? No, no. Defensive player in year in 87. Yeah, okay. But he, did he go all defense first team? In 92. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd have that up there as well. That in 92 season was pretty crazy. Yeah. But um, all right, we're moving on. And, MVP- they, won, and they won the chip. And they won yeah. 72 games? No, no, no. That's oh, that 96. 96. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 92 was when they had Blazers in the final. Yeah. And he set the record yeah. of three pointers and a half and stuff and yeah. three pointers in a game. Five or six? Six and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that that's like nothing now. <laughs> I know, right? It's still pretty impressive now. Oh, you know that, if you're doing that in the finals now, in a half. I can't hit six in a game. <laughs> I can't even hit three in a game. <laughs> I don't even hit two again. I remember the last time no, I hit two threes. You hit two at Newmarket. Oh, yeah, Newmarket. That doesn't count. That's not regulation. <laughs> That's not, no, the hot hoops over the court. No one, no one guards you either. No. Nah. Um, MVP race update is what we're on to now. Yeah, okay. Well, let's just go top five, right? Now, put some damn respect on his name. Giannis, I agree. Yeah. Yo, I would on. say, how, how hard do you reckon Giannis is trying on a scale of 1 to 10? I think he's, I, I think he's trying, but I don't think he's campaigning for the end. No, no, no. But I think when he's playing, he's rocking up to games and for the 34 minutes that he's playing a game, I think he's trying at a scale of like 8.5 out of 10. I think he's always trying. Like, that's the thing I love. Like, I'm not a huge Giannis fan, but the thing no. I absolutely respect about him, and I love this about any player that does it, is... He just plays so hard. It's like Westbrook. That's why yeah. you get behind Westy. This is oh, like, I love LeBron James, but the most frustrating part about LeBron is that he just doesn't, he doesn't try for no. the 36 minutes that he's on the floor. In the regular season, he doesn't. Oh, in the playoffs, it's a different animal. Yeah. But Giannis just... That's why he's it. Just having a bad season game. 18. He's running up and down the court. He's, he's giving everything. Yeah. You know, he's barking at his teammates. I love that. That's why I was campaigning for Westbrook and Giannis to... That'd be nice to be together this season. That you know, would have been great. Um, okay, so look, I agree. Giannis is phenomenal, and I say if they win ninety percent of the games, he'll get it, and, he, and, and deservingly so. Absolutely, and I he's think incredibly efficient. He's a brilliant defender, yeah. and his passing has gone so much. That better. that dunk rejection mm. a week ago mm. was it two weeks ago now? It was against the Clippers. That was. Where on Zubash. Yeah, he tried to throw it down on him and he just said, nope. Like, 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 he, if he gets that wrong, he's breaking his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't care. Nah. That's what I love about him. Me he too. Just, he just chases. That's when I was like, yep, this guy's a defensive player of the year at MVP because, like, and, and he's been closing games out. I, th- I thought he got lucky last year winning it and I thought they pushed that, the narrative really hard. Well, that PER, though, it's just regular season PER, he's going to get it. It's historical. When something yeah. historical happens, you get it. Mentioned. Yeah, you get it. Westbrook with the triple double, Westbrook get it. Plus, had a good record. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, like I've got, okay, so I've got Giannis. He's not my number one. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is my number one. Mm-hmm. But the thing about LeBron James is his stats are great. They're historic for year 18. Defensive let's, stats let's, are phenomenal. Let's just both agree and assume that MB can't win it now. He's going to miss two. I games. didn't have him. I don't like if, if MB was still playing, getting the stats that he's getting now. And again, this is going back to internal metrics, right? Record, 
role in the team and also who you have in your team available in the season. And he's had the most tools available out of all these guys. The guys in my top five, he like I've got I've got LeBron James, I've got Giannis, I've got Jimmy Buckets, I've got Dame Lillard. Luke is coming into MVP form, but he's not in it for me. Yeah, they just have one another. No, no, but he's like, he's in that form. Um, and my fifth guy, my fifth guy, Jay Tarn. Yeah, yeah. Because he's had way less available to him. Kyrie's only been there for a few games and he's not that KD's good. Not KD's not playing. And that, like, what they have, that roster isn't that good. Outside of those three guys, it's not that good. No, well, like, not, well, KD's not there. So that roster and Kyrie's not there half the time. They're still winning. Yeah, he, no, he's, he's definitely he's playing phenomenal basketball. He's, he's, look, I'm not saying he's the best player in the league. LeBron is clearly the best player in basketball right now, but he is currently in the best form. Like he's playing. He's playing some of the best basketball. James Harden, I would say, is trying the same as Giannis, eight and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. But he is doing things that are just better, easier. Point guard Harden is just different. Yeah, like, it, it's. I love watching him play point guard. I wish I wish Steve Nash was coaching James Harden for his whole career. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, you know what? I wish anyone but Mike D'Antoni was. Pretty much, right? Like yeah. far out. So that that like <coughs> excuse me, don't have Rona. Just maybe, maybe just James Harden playing as a shooting guard was the problem all along. Maybe he needed to. They said that, they said that at OKC. They said that the problem they couldn't have Westbrook and Harden on at the court at the same time because James Harden Harden's a point guard. They said that in OKC. So that's why they were comfortable moving on. But the thing, like, they're my five anyway. LeBron James is the clear cut. But all those guys are having phenomenal seasons. But one thing I would say is Harden has very little. Lillard has almost a full-strength team. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's happening with Nurkic and stuff, but he sucks defensively well, McCall, anyway. McCall has been out for ages. CJ's been out for as well. But they've always got that, but they've always got depth. Like, Gary Trent Jr. is good. Oh, he's great. He's phenomenal. Like, he could take his spot. Melo is good. Mellow, I say Mellow, like Mellow's in the in the conversation for six men. You, you know that that conversation's probably already over, to be honest. Yeah. Like, he's one of the best five bench players in the league. Without a doubt. And the funny thing about that is, is that remember they were like blackballing him however long ago, and they're like, you know, he's not one of the best players. I got Mellow, I got I rate Carmelo Anthony over half half of the NBA, right? Oh now. yeah, absolutely. And so he's better than Blake Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Deserves a contract way more than that guy. The fact that he got bought out and picked up so quickly is ridiculous to me. Blake, Blake he offers nothing. He's worse NBA players this season. Yeah, easily. So he's worse than Terrence Mann. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah. You even know who Terrence Mann is? Terrence Mann. Yeah. He's a guard. Yeah, he for the goodness. Yeah. <laughs> he comes off the bench most, to help most him defend. 90% of NBA fans wouldn't even know. No, who no, is, no. But he is better than Blake Griffin. Yeah, no, he is. Yeah. But um that's my point. I like 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 Anthony Simons. He's he's decent. He's fucking that many minutes. No, he shouldn't be getting. Rodney Hood's good. The the, the Portland Blazers do not have a depth problem. They 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 have a they have a defensive center problem. Mm -hmm. They are extremely weak defensively in the center. I wonder if Aldridge goes back home. He's not that. He's too slow now. Yeah, he 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 lumbers up the court, man. I'm, so I'm not a fan of that. He 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 offers an upgrade. For if Miles Turner were to go there, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah, I'll be like, whoa, Lakers in six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're not sweeping them. <laughs> and so, you know, like, so look, Dane's good, but all these people are playing phenomenally. 
But that like Dame is trying. Dame's Dame, Dame is it fucking ten out of ten. Yeah, effort. He has to be. Yeah. So like that's Dame for you. Jimmy buckets. He's he's at a solid eight point eight out of ten. The guy just hates losing. Yeah. But his impact. I lost today. His impact on winning is so evident in that team. Yeah. He has to be in the conversation now. No, I agree. I agree. And then, but LeBron James is like, I, I'd say LeBron James is trying six out of 10. Mm-hmm. He's trying six out of 10. They don't have AD. They didn't have Schroeder for a bit. And that's their record. And these are the stats he's putting up. And he's trying six out of 10. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me, like, this is, this is my argument for LeBron James. He's putting up great numbers. They have a good winning record, but so do so many other good players. Like, Daniel Lewis is putting up incredible numbers. Yeah, but then when their record's no, not let, that good. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. LeBron's putting up good numbers. They have a good record. Damian Lillard's doing the same. Joel Embiid's doing the same. Giannis is doing the same. Yoki's doing the same. But what is the one thing that separates LeBron from these guys? If you've got two employees and they're, they're both incredible at their job, mm. but one shows up every single fucking day and one only shows up 70% of the time, who's more valuable? Every day. The everyday man. Exactly. Exactly my point. Like there is nothing more valuable than being available. Availability is the best ability. Exactly. He plays every night. Like the man is 36 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. 18 seasons. And mind you, is it 16 of those he's been to the playoffs? Yeah. 10 of those he's been to the finals. The man deserves a break. And you know what he said? I need to rest. No. I rest when I'm not playing. Yeah. That's what recovery is. That's why I put a million dollars a year into my body. Yeah. Availability is the best is ability. Valuability. Yeah. Is that a word? Valuability? It is, oh, it's fucking, valuable. it is fucking now. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the triple threat dictionary. It's in the triple threat dictionary. Add that to the dictionary, Dave. So, like, you know, and you add on his, his amazing defense this year. He's leading the league in defensive win share. But he's just, he, he's on doing the best defensive team without Anthony Davis, who was yeah. the second best defensive player of all. Who I would say is the best defensive player in the league, without right. a doubt. How he, alters, totally how he alters offensive structure and yeah. offensive game planning. Massively, but and and yeah, and, so, and, and, and with and with Montrez, who's so bad on defense. Well, this is the point I was going to make. These are the guys that are around him defensively. KCP doesn't stay in front of anyone. Wesley Matthews can't stay in front of anyone. Can't move laterally. Talon Horton Tucker can defend. Legit, but he's still young and he still lacks discipline. Mark Gawashed, Gaslow. <laughs> he doesn't defend shit. Hey. He, he just puts his hands up and gets... He's got Carl Brovlaski's knees from that South Park episode. Carl Kuzma has actually turned into a reasonable defender and amazing health defender. Carl, Carl Kuzma has turned into He's been the, the legit third option of that yeah. team. Dennis Schroeder's a, a, a good defender, a good guard Pesky defender. guard defender and phenomenal attacker. But outside of Kuzma, LeBron and Schroeder, like you look at Kuzma and Schroeder, good defenders, but would you say that... They're going to be the second or nah. third best defenders on the best defensive team. Absolutely not. No. Nah. So why do these guys Who's have the best defensive? LeBron. Yeah. And Vogel. Credit, credit, credit. Some credit for Vogel. Not- his rotations are absolutely fucked. But he also, he <laughs> is, his, rotations. his rotations are working off a short like list at the moment. Like they've got no Caruso. They've got no Gasol. No. They've got no Anthony Davis. For them to have the record that they have, like honestly. It's a testament to them. No, and to LeBron James. He's putting up the numbers that he's putting up and he has the least. And this is what they're not, this is what they're not talking about. The LeBron James case, Joel Embiid, like, like 
Like he has the lead. He has arguably who's going to be the best defensive player of the year. The best lineup. And Tobias Harris can get you a bucket from wherever and is your closer in that team. Yeah. And then Seth Curry is legit. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. So He's actually one of the best three-point shooters by percentage ever. I, like, I know we were talking about this before and you were saying how you were like, look, if, um, if Embiid was going, he would get it, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I know what you mean because, because they, always, was pushing that. They, always, they always rob LeBron. But here's my thing, right? And this is what like, I'd love to see more analysts talk about this and flip it, right? Like, Hopefully Nick Wright would do it because he fucking loves LeBron. Plus, Alex has had enough. I've fucking had enough. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Time to give the man his damn respect. As he, as he so elegantly demanded. For fuck's sake. Have a look at the respect here, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing is... I'm under what? You're, you're under respect, <laughs> sir. Sir? Sir? So... The thing is, if you if you said if you said LeBron James is putting up, what was MB doing? 30, 30 points a game on 30, 10, and four. Okay, so here's Ron. He's doing 38 and 8, right? 25. Eight. No, no, no. Let's just say he's doing 38 and 8. And let's say he's on 60% field goals. But that would still fine. No, no, no. Just wait. This is this yeah. is this is the way that they're not going to give it to him. Okay. Oh, but Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris and Seth Curry are on his team. Hmm. There's no way. LeBron could put up 34. Nine and nine on sixty percent, and they wouldn't give it to him. Yeah, I know. If, that, if they find a if, loophole, if, the, if those are his teammates, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If Ben Simmons and I Tobias know. Harris are his teammates, yeah. with Seth Curry, yeah, they're not giving it to LeBron. Yeah, but for some reason, Joel Embiid's like the 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 talk of the talk of the town. The second best player on the Lakers right now since Anthony Davis went down is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. Let that let that marinate. That's crazy. Paul Kuzma is, has developed into a reasonably good role player. He is. He's good. But the NBA players, he's Rick Fox. He's not fantastic. He's Rick Fox from the 2002 <laughs> yeah. Lakers. He is. Is he Robin Horry? He's got Rob. No, he's Rick Fox. He's a, <laughs> yeah. the fashionable guys. Is he, is he um, Lakers, uh, Carl Malone, Lakers edition? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just that type of role. The mailman's not delivering today. No, no. Okay. Appar- apparently the greatest line of trash talk in NBA history, according to one Scotty Pippen. Good old Scotty Pippen. All right. So that's our MVP race. Um, so so just, just a quick recap. LeBron? LeBron, by who's, far. Who's second? We didn't, we didn't do in order. Oh, I didn't do in order. I didn't, I didn't even do mine. I didn't even. Oh, yeah. LeBron? Yeah. You've got, you had. LeBron. Yeah. Like, if MB wasn't injured and wasn't going to miss the next few games, I'd have him second. Yeah, I would. Can't, can't deny that he's putting up good numbers. I'd, yeah. I'd have Giannis second. That's fair enough. I have Giannis second now. Yeah. I have Dan third. Yeah. I have Jokic fourth. Don't have Jokic. See you later. Yep. Fair enough. I don't like that he doesn't play defense. Yeah. But he's. Jamal Murray has not been good this year. No, hopeless. Like, the GM fucked up badly. They got letting the defense go. And Jeremy Grant go. And Plumley, like Plumley, had a couple of really bad mistakes in the playoffs, but he was really good for them off the bench last year. Mm-hmm. So they're down bad. Yeah. And Jokic is still putting up phenomenal numbers. He's probably the best passing big we've seen ever. Yeah, since Arvidas Sabonis. Mm. Um, do I just list four? Yep. Who do I have? LeBron, LeBron, Giannis, Dame. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron, Giannis, Dame, and then Jokic. Jokic yep. And now I've got Chris Paul. So, yeah, you had CP3. Yeah. I, I know you're not a big Chris Paul guy, but like for me, oh, put it this way. Who would you, what he does with teams. Who would you rather have on your team, though? I get what you're saying. But the person who gets my vote for that is Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, that's fair enough. It, 
I just think he. I just depends think, on what type of team you have. I just right? think he impacts winning more though. I don't agree. In the last two seasons, in the last two seasons. Yeah, but Chris Paul was also playing on a team that was expected to not win more than twenty games, and they yeah. You were you were one of the only people that were saying don't sleep on Miami. Everyone was sleeping on Miami. They were predicted to not even make the playoffs. Yeah, and then they got to the finals. Yeah, look, I I know what I said. Yeah, like hey, I'm fucking proud of that too. No, I know, I know. I'm like take Uh, that, but like what Chris Paul has been able to do last year. And what he's been able to do this year, we've seen it again. And yes, I get that Phoenix, like they've got a good young court and those guys have improved, but we can't deny what Chris Paul is doing in a tougher Western Conference. Mm. He's closing out games for them. Lately, they've just been beating the shit out of teams. So he he's smashing them, man. Their, de- their defense is legit. He hasn't been playing down the stretch, but for me, <laughs> he's an extremely valuable piece on any team, and I just have to have him. Yeah, no, it's cool. Honorable and then, mention. And then I'm, I'm going to. If Jimmy Butler wasn't having the season that he's having, yeah. I'd be saying CP3. And then honorable mentions, you know, you got. You got James Harden. Yeah. So I have to give Joel Embiid a mention. He's having a, a career year. Yeah. Uh, look, Steph Curry, he's fucking carrying. Yeah, big time. And someone I also want to mention, he's definitely not going to ever be discussed as the MVP ever in his career. Actually, I might eat my words on it. Christian Wood. As soon as oh. he went down, they lost nine, 18 in a row. Man. Now, they lost today, but they did play. He, is a, he is a good player. He is, he is the definition. Would have been most improved if he didn't get injured. Yeah, yeah, Julius Randle or Jeremy Grant's going to win that now. Yeah, I don't think Jeremy Grant deserves it. I think no, Julius, Julius Randle. Games. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I think Julius Randle for sure. Julius Randle's a lot for me. Anyway, curious case of LeBron James. I basically made it. He's the best player, and he's trying at sixty percent. Year eighteen, Washed King. Like bombing long threes. The guy's three point percentage from thirty five feet is better than his fucking. I <laughs> know <laughs> he's you. Then better than. 27 foot two pointer. He's you. Yeah, I know. Good. Can't <laughs> wait to come back. See, is, is, like, is five months enough time to wait? No, apparently not. Honestly, just stand two meters behind the three point line. I'll get you the right. <laughs> you you got to make sure you don't do your Achilles now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Trade predictions. I think we're going to try and r- r- wrap this up. Trade predictions. I don't have any big trade predictions. I have, I have a few. Okay. I have a few. I have a few guys that I think are going to be traded. Okay. You reckon Vooch is going to go? Nah, I think they're going to keep him. Yeah, Orlando perennial eight seed. Yep. Mate, they've said like seven to nine. They don't want to rebuild, but I reckon they're going to trade Aaron Gordon. Yeah, probably. I reckon they're going to trade Evan Fournier. Then Evan Fournier is overpaid and overrated. So they, if they can move that, great. Austin are going to make some moves. I think Tristan Thompson is going to get traded. They need to get rid of him. Um, obviously, Andre Drummond is going to be either traded or bought out. Tristan Thompson is a poor man's Tristan Thompson right now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, he is. He's just not what he used to be. He's a shell of Here's the thing. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Tristan Thompson is so good after those after all those finals. I'm like, he was fucking playing with LeBron James. Like, Everyone's Dwight good. Howard looked like one of the five best defensive bigs in the league last year after no team wanted him. Actually, honorable mention to Dwight because he's oh, still he's playing been, well. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Second favorite player of all time, mm. not Dwight. Mm. And he's mm. so good looking too. <laughs> What's that in your mouth right now, Joey? Shut up. Quite sick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But Dwight Howard, I'm glad you brought that up. He's research, like had a resurgence and you yeah. know, looks good. as athletic as ever. Yeah, no, I look good. He looks good. <laughs> he's he's found he's done well finally. He's 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 gone like I like I credited to LeBron James as well. He gave, he gave him value and he gave him like the season that he had at the Lakers has helped him re, reframe and all that stuff and approach 
like approach the game correctly for his role, right? He's learned. He's not he's, toxic. Yeah, he's and he's applied yeah. that in Philly now. I don't think if he has, if he doesn't have that season, and goes to Philly with, with the Lakers and goes to Philly this season. Mm-hmm. He's I like, agree. They, they fucking cut him. He sucks. He's an annoyance. He's a pest. But because yeah, but now he's going to be a key piece on LeBron, a contending team every year. Because LeBron turned into LaBelt and gave him a few wraps around <laughs> the knuckles. <laughs> yeah. Early in the season. He so learned Dwight his place. Play your fucking role. Learn your place. But Dwight never had, like, Dwight had Kobe. Yeah. But Dwight was still in his prime then. Yeah, no, so you can't. I'm not saying it was fair that he demanded more of the ball, but you could see why because he didn't want to waste his point. But he's finally accepted that he's not the best player on a title team. Yeah, which is which is fine. So yeah, like, look, look, if Philly win it this year, I'd be happy for him because he gets another one. Yeah, me too. He deserves multiples, especially yeah. after he, he's fucking he's he's one of the ten best centers ever. Yeah. No, he's Wait, he's better than Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But imagine if Shaq heard me say Oh, yeah. For what, the record, what are you Shaq talking about, son? Howard is like, the beef. Hey, I got, I got four rings. How many rings have you got? Chuck, Chuck, you don't have a ring. <laughs> <laughs> so, who are your trade predictions? Tristan Thompson is probably going to get traded because he <laughs> needs to upgrade at the big position. Does Camber go? No. I don't think they're going to be able to find a deal for him until the offseason. Um, and also, Boston have a big fat trade exception from that Gordon Hayward signing from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. They got like a $25 million exception and they got a couple of picks. They've got a really good host of picks. Yeah, okay. Um, I think the Lakers will go after a big man, uh, whether that's Andre Drummond. Do you think this AD injury is just way worse than what they've let yeah. out? Oh, fuck yeah. It's like KD. Yeah, I, I honestly. I'm not holding my breath. I would not be surprised if next week came out Anthony Davis just isn't coming back at all. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. That's big. That's a good Mate, take. It was a calf strain. You've heard it here first. It, it, it was told that it was a calf strain, and I believe it because I saw it happen. I've strained my calf this week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm worried for him. Yeah. Calf strains are not good. No, no. Because that Achilles then becomes under more strain. I strained my hamstring six years ago playing touch football. Yeah. I came back three weeks later. Yeah, picked the ball up just like a, like from a play the ball, and there was like a gap. Yeah, shot the gap. Wasn't even running hard because it was so open. Yeah, thirty-seven centimeter longitudinal tear from the tendon up to the uh, up, up my hamstring. It split. It split. It split peripherally. So like yeah, vertically. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. yeah I, I can't wait to go back then. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you're hearing this before you're playing. Now. You're not playing next week, mate. <laughs> no, man, I'm not. No, don't. It's not worth it. So what was, what was, what was a four to six week rehab time frame? Yeah. And they put enough two weeks on. Yeah. They need, you just get like, because it, that's grade one. Maybe they thought it was grade one, but it's grade two. Mm-hmm. Moments grade two, you're looking at 12 weeks mm-hmm. minimum. Yeah. So he might have and, and that's also on top of that three or four weeks of like minutes restriction. Yeah. And then I and then I and then I retore it two weeks later rehabbing. Yeah. Acute on chronic tear. Mm-hmm. So I, I was out for I was out for nine months. Damn bad. Bad man. So I think the Lakers are gonna look at either getting Andre Drummond on the buyout market if he doesn't go to the Nets. I feel like he'll go to the Nets. I think we go <sighs> hope not. Everyone wants to beat fucking LeBron. They all want to fucking bash him. No, nah, man, like I I look. If Rudolph goes to the Nets and they win, that ring doesn't fucking count. That's 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 got a fucking asterisk next to it. That's worse than the Golden State rings. It, it's way worse because Golden State had yeah they had Steph, Clay, Draymond, and they had yeah. um no they had Steph, Clay, Draymond, KD. Yeah, 
But they didn't have a big. No. Like they had Boogie Cousins who was post injury and he was a bum. Mm. Like Dwight Howard is playing better than Boogie. Mate, they had Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> yeah, the goat. Yeah, the goat. The hey, mate, he's so good that he had a fucking name, uh, a rule. Yeah, a named, rule after, named him. after him. The Zaza rule. Zaza rule, yeah. Legit. He's the goat of breaking ankles. Yep. Hey, he won them that series. The Spurs yeah. would have beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I still don't think the Spurs beat them, man. It would have been close. Kawhi was cooking. Kawhi was cooking. And but I just think seven games they just go off. Fair enough. Anyway, I see the hero there. No. Um, if they can't get Andre Drummond, I can see them going for like a Mo Bamba, Hassan Whiteside. It would be absolutely incredible if they landed Miles Turner. But what they would have to give up, it would be Kuzma and THT and some picks. I don't think that's a good idea for the Lakers. Mm. I think you just bet on Gasol and pray that AD comes back if you have to give up to THT's good. THT's legit. He's, he, like, he he's the future. Learn, he needs to learn how to take care of the basketball a bit and like move. Yeah, but more. that's what LeBron James is there for. The dude can get a bucket. And Kuzma has been really good this year. He's stepped with Rowan. He hits his shots. He plays great. You don't, you don't give those two pieces up for future, those two future pieces nah. up for win now. No. Nah. Because you because can still win now. Those guys are still win now players like, yeah. Like THC and Kuzma would be a huge piece on a contending team. Imagine if you threw Kuzma over to Miami. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And Kuzma has become. See you later, Duncan Robinson. Now I've got someone who can defend and shoot. Yeah. Um, Kuzma is one of the best offensive rebounders in the league right now. He's phenomenal. He's Crashes just, the board so hard. And he even said, like, in an interview, he's like, guards don't box out, so I just go to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> guards don't box out. So, and, and guards are getting a lot of rebounds these days because. Yeah. Players are now running the floor instead. This is why guys like Luke get a lot of rebounds. Mm. He's not athletic, but he gets his guys to run the floor. He'll get the board. Mm. Same with like like Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Now Russell Westbrook can still get a ball because he's athletic as fuck. But that that was the game plan. Stephen Adams rim run. Yeah. 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 They used to do that full court pass put, 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 three, put, four put, times again. Put put all your effort into put all your effort into offensive rebounding. I'll get the defensive board, and then you run the lane. And if we got a quick bucket yeah. on. Them, that's that makes like sense. Six or eight guaranteed points yeah. in a game. This is this is the new age sort of NBA. Stockton and Carmelone used to do it. Yeah. Um, so I think I think in that scenario you don't go for Turner, but I hope for their sake that they can get Drummond on a buyer because that just like thickens their defense up a little bit. And I feel like Andre Drummond has been really disrespected by a lot of people. Like, yeah. He is still a really good player. He's still the best rebounder in the Can you imagine next season though? But yeah, with Drummond thing. and Davis and he's, Braun. Here's the thing. Drummond goes to the Lakers. Oh my god, I can't believe they got Drummond. Like he's so good. Like he'll be labelled as good as get a good good again if he goes to the Lakers because he's helping LeBron. Yeah. But if he goes to the Nets, oh Drummond wasn't even that good though. Like how could you count him? Nah, nah. The narrative. If he goes to the Nets, especially because now the the memes and shit on the internet of the Golden State guys now they're trying to sub Blake Griffin into that. You seen those ones? And yeah. it's like it's like oh like. Like LeBron wins a chip, then a super team forms. LeBron wins a chip, another super team. It's like, well, Blake Griffin's shit, so it's that doesn't. Like, fit. It's already a super team anyway. Yeah, it was already a super team. You could put you could you could put Terrence Mann in there, <laughs> and it's a super team. He's not a super team. <laughs> like, and also, just quietly, Bruce Brown. He's looking good. He's looking very good. So shout really out, shout out, BB. Um, other moves. Other moves. Um. Jeremy Grant's an interesting one. Yeah, you I, reckon I he's going? I think Detroit could trade him. Detroit need to because <laughs> they have no future. They're fucked. Like we said, they, they have the worst GM in the last decade. Do you reckon they can get three power forwards? 
Are they last year's Knicks? <laughs> Mate, they're so bad. Um, I, Marcus I, Morris, Bobby Portis, and Julius Randle. All in one team. That was and they get rid of those guys and now Julius Randle's playing and I went, The two games I went and watched them live, they won. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's the only two games they won last Yeah, Joey. Um, Good luck, Joey. So Jeremy Grant's another interesting one. Um, hopefully Detroit can get some more power forwards for him. Um, I think the Clippers need to make a move. The Bucks probably need to make one more move. They're sending Tory Craig to Phoenix as well, by the way. Yeah. Not, not, not part of the PJ Tucker episode. I haven't got the details of that trade yet. I'm still waiting. Um, Just wait for the Warriors to fill you in. Orlando needs to trade their whole team. Um, <laughs> yeah. Detroit needs to trade their whole team. Washington need to make a move. Washington are fucked because the Beal and Westbrook contract, fuck you. Yeah. And they have three average, no, four average centers and on their also, roster. They've also got Davis Patans, who's like way overpaid. Yeah, for what he's offering. You know what he was today? This year. Two from nine. Yeah. From he three. He hasn't been productive this year. Like he's he's everything that the Spurs thought he would be when they traded him. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hang on. I'm just, I'm just, I've got an interesting take, but maybe nothing, but it could be something. What is Davis Patans' three point percentage I'm for the season? I'm going to say 36%. What is Russell Westbrook's for the season? I say thirty-five. I re- Wesley's like being slowly, like he's improved. It's improved, right? As we've said, because like I feel like his three-point percentage is worse or equal to Russell Westbrook's. Just go on basketball reference. There we go. We're on. Okay, twenty twenty-one. What's Bertan's three-point percentage? 0.38. I was close. What did I say? 36. 36. I'm going to say Russell Westbrook is 35. He's 30. Yeah, okay. Well, it's improved recently. It must be up from like 26 or something. Oh, no, 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 no. 30, 30, yeah, 30, like 32, 32%. Okay, 32%. Yeah, that's that's career. That's career. Yeah, way better than last year, man. Way better. He's been shooting the leather off the ball in the last few games. No, he's been... Also, can we, can we can we just quietly talk about um, Washington the last seven or eight games? Westbrook has been carrying. Oh, massively! Feels like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bradley, like, it's funny because Bradley Beal's got a lot of it since Westbrook's gone there. He's got a lot of attention because you've got like a marquee player, former MVP, scoring champ, yada yada yada. Because um, it's gone there, but yeah, Beal's just falling off. Watching him play, he plays. At an unco- uncontrollably uncoordinated pace, yeah, he he looks like he's just sprinting and he doesn't really have control. And his 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 three point field goal has been really hit and miss as well. Something's just come across my desk. A trade, not a trade. Um, a take. An avid Milwaukee Bucks fan, who I'm good friends with. Okay, the Bucks apparently are looking at Isaiah Thomas. I see. I like it. Big time. Get him back. I know. He can he can he can hit some shots. He's a playmaking point guard. Yeah. Brad, Bradley Beal for the season, 32% three. Yeah, he's 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 not efficient. He is inefficient. And he's getting some wide open looks from he's three. A vol- he's a volume scorer. He needs volume. Yeah, well, you got two volume guys, so we just suck, mate. They need to make moves. They have four centers, one's injured, Thomas Bryant. Mm-hmm. Then you got Alex Lend, who's Robin Lopez. I just don't know if Alex Lend belongs. In the Neither of those two do, and then Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner. Nah, they're like they're they're, they're fucking four out of ten. You've had enough. You've I'm sick of them. 
He's a fucking caveman. Yeah, so Robin Lopez looks like Sideshow Bob. He's so ugly. He's fucking. I side- don't watch him. He's he's what happens if Sideshow Bob send him back to Milwaukee where he got five minutes. No, if if Sideshow Bob fucked a cave woman, <laughs> Robin Lopez is the child. <laughs> don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that's good. He he's one of the ugliest players. He's Wizards, ugly. one of the ugliest teams. Oh, hundred percent. Beal ugly. Batans ugly. Well, I tell you, look on that team, Raul Neto. Yeah, yeah. He's looking dude. He's got a bit of flavor, flavor. Yeah. But then you've got Would you go there? I could go. Here we go. I'm going to crack. Garrison Matthews. Yeah, He's Garrison. Ugly, ugly name. Do you have Mr. Garrison? Mr. Garrison. Every time he gets the ball, I just think Mr. Garrison. <laughs> you got Thomas Bryant's ugly. Yeah. Rui's not bad. They are damn bad. Yeah, big time. Yeah, he's, he's not bad for Japanese. Right, JT of the week. Scott Foster. <laughs> it's exactly, I'm not even doing Undisputed. That. Absolute fucking dive. Turkey. We're going to have listeners, not, not listeners even, out not there. Not even a cop, sir. Not even a cop. You don't suck cop, Scott Foster. Yeah. You drive with the best of the turkeys. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolute dive. Our listeners out there, if, if, you, if, if you can send us a message, what's the tally between NBA refs and Kyrie Irving? Because I'm pretty sure the refs are up now. I think so. So there's that. I'm going to quickly just give a vote to Kyrie just to keep the score. <laughs> no. Because I dislike him. He, Bro, he walked into one of the games with a walking stick. <laughs> he didn't. That had, I don't think we've done an episode since that happened. He walked in with a, a, a fucking legitimate walking stick in the stable set. Yeah, but then, Mike, who was my guy that I was going to give the honourable mention to? JJ Reddick, ball passer. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah. That was so, like, the refs are ahead. Yeah, true. If we're giving honorable mentions, that guy, that, like, that guy, that's, that's honestly, I'm going to say, drive turkey moment of the season, that's that one oh, for can me. Can we give um, Brandon Ingram and Nikhil Alexander-Walker a mention? For how they just blew the game. They, like, everyone's like, oh, Dan's so clutch, Dan's so clutch. No, no he's not. The game. Big time. It was 2018 game one finals all over again. Yeah, yeah. Missed free throws and then a fucking shitting the bed moment. And... Like, just right, Ingram. Just weird, yeah. Honestly, just weird stuff. Bonafide scrub of the week. Who's our bonafide scrub of the week? Is this like good? Yeah, good, good. One of us. One of us. One of us. One of us. Um, I love, I love how Dwight's been playing since it has been. Yeah. Um, I love, like, I love watching the Lakers, like, recently, like, they're playing really well. They're starting to, like, really cohesivize, is that a word? Cohesivize. Yeah. They're, like, they're getting some good cohesion without AD. Yeah, it's starting yeah. to gel really well together. Um, but in terms of, like, a specific... Bonafide you know, who's, who's done well? Who's done well? Who can Not that team last night. No. Shit the bed in the clutch. Yeah. 2018 finals, game one, all over. No defense. No, no, no. Yeah, well, there's going to be no lateral movement from either review or me <laughs> next week. <laughs> Absolutely. The only lateral movement I'll be doing is fucking my mouth, <laughs> yelling at them off the bench. <laughs> That's a fucking defense. <laughs> Throwing th- the lateral movement of the whiteboard going at the oh, yeah, I think you yeah. do the whiteboard as well. Yeah, can you? Yeah, so yeah. I can throw it at something. Yeah, yeah. Fucking oh, no. You've got to break it like Steve Kerr. Yeah, if, we, or if we lose next week, you're breaking it, we'll just buy, we'll just buy a new one. Yeah, okay. We're rich at the NBA Triple Threat Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> $5 dollars yeah. whiteboards. Yeah, we're doing this podcast for free. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's your bonafide scrub of the week? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I have one. My bonafide scrub? Hard to say. 
Oh, no, go on. Karis LeBert, he's back from cancer. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, he's back. He's played two games. He's been productive. That's epic. I was just going to say, my bonfire scrub is actually Coos. Because his post-game interviews are fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was pretty much eye-fucking. <laughs> yes. Like, dude, chill. That is my bonafide scrub of the week. Yeah. I was like, you know what, mate? You're not bad. Yeah, I'm starting to like Coos. Yeah, Last yeah. Year, you hated him. Trade Coos. <laughs> you, were, you, you were the fucking, you were the, you were the fucking president. Trade Whoopi. You were the president, you were the president of the clubhouse of Trade Coos. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, no. Keep him. Keep him. Protect that man at all. Yeah. Times. Also, Montrose Harrell has been balling the fuck out. Yeah, well done. Like, I love how the Lakers are using him as opposed to how the Clippers used him. Mm. They're getting him a lot more ice. Dude's unstoppable in the post. Vogel's like, his rotations suck, but he is using his players better. He could put them together differently and assemble them differently and get better results. But what do I know? I'm just an armchair expert who knows nothing about basketball. And he's a professional NBA coach. No, nah, you're still better. Frank, if you hear me, fuck you. I know more. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Play <laughs> LeBron 40 minutes. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for listening. We'll see you here hopefully next week. Peace.